0: Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Hey, everybody, on this episode of the MasterChef After Show, we're going to be breaking down Season 9, Episode 10, Rise or Fall. Our home chefs are paired up this evening, but how does to go for them <laughs> we're going to find out with our very special guest next
1: you're tuned in to after buzz tv the espn of tv talk now let
0: the buzz
1: oh, yes. <laughs> music selection this That's evening right. brought to you by
0: nirvana and me look at that keep <laughs> you it tight it. right you here it, i will own it there you go, reaching back. It's hard to find a song about cheese, everybody.
1: That's harder uh, than you think. Uh, young
0: musicians, please, do do everybody a favor and write a song about cheese.
1: I'd eat it. I mean, listen That's to right.
0: it. Welcome, everybody, to the MasterChef After Show. We're breaking down every episode of MasterChef, airing Wednesday nights on Fox. I'm one of your hosts, Frank Moran. <gasps>
1: And I am the other host, Ashley Cheney. Hi, everybody. Great to have you here tonight.
0: Right. And, uh, of course, the man, the myth, the legend, who oh, we couldn't do the show without, but we we're going to do it tonight anyway. Uh, <laughs> Lemkin's office is a way on assignment, but you can always uh, find him on social media, and we'll tell you where at the end of the show. But speaking about getting in touch with us, you know what you can do? You can like us on Facebook, give us those five stars on iTunes, subscribe to the YouTube channel, give it a thumbs up. And everybody, feel free to hop in the chat. And you're going to want to, because we've got a very special guest this evening. Uh, so, you're going to want to, if you want to ask any questions, we'll feel free to put those in the chat and we'll ask them of her. But our guest tonight is yes. currently competing on the season's, Ma- season's episode of MasterChef. And we've got some questions for her about breaking down a chicken. Ladies and gentlemen, Break please it welcome it <laughs> Ashley Mincy. <laughs> Ashley, Hi, how Ashley. are you?
2: <laughs> hey, everybody. Uh, how's it going? It is going great. Oh, fantastic.
0: <laughs> now, uh, Ashley, where are you uh, speaking to us from?
1: I am calling in from Miami, 305. <laughs> Miami.
0: <laughs> Very nice. We
1: spoke with uh, uh, Shanika. She's in Miami, too, no? Do you guys ever hang? Yes, 305. You know, we have not yet. Um, oh. But,
2: you know... Three oh five, we are connecting through <laughs> okay.
1: and through. So there's no bad blood there, right? Between you and Shanika, you guys are nah, yeah, no bad blood. Okay, That's
0: cool. Well, when it comes to something like that, hanging out with other contestants that might live near you, do they want you? Does the network want you to do that until wait to do that until after the season's aired?
2: Yeah, you know, we have to go through the whole process of making sure everything in the season has um, been, you know, accomplished and mm-hmm. shown. And, um, you know, we kind of just tread lightly. Yeah. <laughs> with- everything that happens um, outside of the show. So, yeah, no. But you can see that she was encouraging me, and I know we'll dive into that. So, no, that's my
0: 305 fans. (laughs) Yeah. Ashley, I've got one quick question, because neither Ashley or myself have ever competed on a reality competition show before. That
1: you know of. That
0: I know of. (laughs) (laughs) But what is it like for you when you get done filming it and you come home and friends and family have a bazillion questions about where you were, what you were doing, how you did, how do you handle it? Is it easy? Does it get frustrating?
2: It is honestly a mix of both. Um, Some people think that I am still in production, I would say. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that I am in another country and then they'll see me and be like, what? What you doing here? And I'm like, Enjoying
1: life. Hey. <laughs> yeah. it's so scary that that part. We've Frank, Frank, and I have both worked on different TV shows or movies or whatever, and it's sort of a similar thing where it's like the the hush gag, like you're not allowed to say a thing. So I'm right. really good at saying. I can't tell you that. If I, if I told you, I'd have to kill you.
2: It gets tricky. It gets tricky because so so you got to like keep up with what you say to people.
1: Uh-huh,
0: uh-huh. <laughs> so. And it's weird because people, when they see you on TV, they just assume, oh, well, you are where TV is made. Yes. What are you doing <laughs> right here at, at my front door?
1: You live in the TV. Yes.
2: <laughs> so, and I just had we just had our family reunion, so it was like oh god, everyone girl. was like had mad questions. It was like twenty one questions for three days. <laughs> uh, did you cook anything at your family reunion? I did. I threw down. On, I had to clean, prep, and season oh twenty one racks of St. Louis ribs.
0: Ooh, Ooh it sounds delicious. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Were they well received? They were and they actually didn't know because my uncles and my dad were the ones like directly on the grill because I wasn't waking up at six o'clock in the morning, <laughs> Um, and they were like, "Oh, these ribs are so good." Oh, uncle, you know, uncle Lonnie did the thing, and I was like, "Oh, no, I
1: <laughs> actually, uh, good for you." Twenty-one rack—that's right? heavy. That's yeah. a lot of ribs. Holy cow! It was like a
2: seven-hour
1: job, but you know, like
2: anything for them, so it was like awesome. It was really awesome because I love being like a woman griller, you know, just knowing how to handle protein like that, which I know we'll get into in a little bit. But <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, uh, well, speaking of getting into it, let's just jump all the way back to the beginning because when you go originally on MasterChef, you go to compete and one of the ju- one of the judges is going to possibly select you for their team and you get chosen by Gordon Ramsay. Yes.
2: Yes. He is the man. He, I mean, I had my eyes set on him from the very beginning. You know, I've just watched his career from his early, early shows to yelling at people and everything. And I still like always admired him, especially from the part of Miami that I'm from and which is Opalaka. And I just, I was like, he's the one, he's the one, he's literally everything that I want to be, you know, when I grow up, <laughs> so, <laughs> I just knew, I knew I had to get my apron from him and thank the Lord that I did. I was, you know, did my thing to impress him, um, enough to get his apron. So,
1: yeah.
0: Now, I don't know if you can answer this or not, but in terms of okay. it, because the idea is that, that uh, Joe, Aaron and, and Gordon have all picked these people that they think have what it takes to become the next master chef. Mm-hmm. Right. But it, it seems like in the idea like they're going to be kind of mentoring you a little bit along the way, but we never really get a chance to see any of that. Yeah. Is there mentoring going on for you folks?
2: There is mentoring and it's just like, I feel like that's what, one of the most popular threads that I see, like, oh, I don't see any mentoring, you know, whatever. And it, like, it, <laughs> it is happening. And I'm like frustrated that, you know, everyone doesn't get to see it because that's my one on one time with my mentor. Of course, I would love to like brag more about that. Um, but <laughs> no, we do get mentored and he... <sighs> Which is why he was like super pissed (laughs) at what we were doing last night because he really is invested in us, Gordon. He's really invested in us and what we do and our success on the show. So oh Lord, it was not, that was not the business.
0: <laughs> so for the mentoring for you, is it one-on-one and the two of you are, are making a dish together or he's just with you while you're making a dish and giving you feedback or what's the mentoring yeah, situation like?
2: It's, it's definitely more feedback style. Um, I would say it's not one-on-one right now. Um, what are we like top? or last night? We were top 15. So it's still like a pretty big group. Um, but we do get to have feedback on our dishes from our mentors, and I know that like, all that is shown is like they eat the food, but they really do uh, give us positive, and of course, you know, some constructive criticism <laughs> mm-hmm. when we need to level up our game.
0: So is it? Because I know usually you'll bring them up either whether it's it's the first round and you're just bringing up the top three dishes or at the end for the the elimination part where they'll taste everybody's dish. Are they giving you all that mentor feedback at that point or it's kind of like once you've wrapped up the day, then they're taking you aside as the team and saying, here's what I think about everything that you did today?
2: No, while we're actually cooking, I mean, just there's so much that isn't shown, of course. There's just not enough TV time for all of that. But while we're cooking, they really do come down and talk with us and taste our food while we're cooking Um, and – there's been some time I think, oh, they like messed around with chef Arone. Give me an S, give me an A, give me an L, give me a T. And Gordon is really known for, you know, having you be a little cheerleader to add some salt to your plate. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's, so I, this is a question that I have with and I think I've asked it of every candidate or of every um, chef so far, which is how do they like for a souffle, for example. We know how important it is to taste something the moment that it comes out to even present it. How are they handling the judging of these dishes so that they're all hot when they eat it? Because like, if you're the last person getting judged, your dish is going to be cold, your souffle is going to fall. How do they handle that? Yeah, with the souffle, I got that question a lot. Like, is
2: it really that hot? Like, is it really steaming? And it's just yes, that the souffle is definitely. That's just the nature of the beast. You know, it has to be present, it cooked and then presented, taken a la menu, you know, just right then and there. Um, all of the other food, it's, tr- you know, it definitely is tricky because there's a lot of us and we have to keep it moving, go fast, um, as fast as possible. But, you know, it is physics and chemistry. I'm not here to BS anybody
1: <laughs> so sometimes there's but might the be some like the yeah.
2: tasted, and the last person has their dish tasted. has time passed of course has heat transferred of course not to get all scientific but yes yeah you know they do the best they yeah.
0: can. well ashley i'm sure before you signed up for masterchef you've probably watched many food competition shows before correct Yes, of course. So, what's it like to just be a, be a fan, like a lot of us are, just watching it at home, mm-hmm. having your opinions on how they're cooking? But then, what's it like for you to actually be in it and just the actual production of it? Is it just a eye opening experience?
1: I gotta, I gotta sip my tea real quick. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I want to know too. While you're thinking on your tea, okay. like as part of this experience, do they put makeup on you guys for every episode? Like, do you get glammed? Is there a glam squad happening?
2: We have to do our own makeup. We have to do our own hair and everything like that. So, you know, don't think you're trying to apply and you're going to be America's next top model. Like, it, <laughs> it, you need to come prepared to work and focus on cooking. Mm. So you're doing your thing. They're not going to let you look crazy on camera now, but you are we're doing a lot ourselves. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. So that, that kind of plays into Frank's question though, which is like, what's the whole experience like, uh, as someone who may be new to Hollywood or, or even just a, a former fan of, of cook, food cooking shows. Ooh,
2: that one, you know, I would just say, if you have the chutzpah, you gotta say, <laughs> <laughs> you
1: gotta get a little more spit in that. The <laughs> chutzpah. The chutzpah.
2: <laughs> you, we'll do some practice later. Um, to like, audition and try out go for it you know what i mean and even if you don't think you do just still go for it i feel like i was always the person straight up i was the person man like oh i would have done this you know oh man why didn't they do this why didn't they and it's just there's so many layers and steps to it it's just not that simple y'all it's not that simple (laughs) which is why it's like big ups to everyone doing it all the competitors no matter you know the drama that's on TV that is shown excited. Like we all (laughs) are in the trenches together. Mm -hmm. Okay. And there are still going to be people like, Oh, she shouldn't have did that. Or he should have, you know, but you just don't know until you are in it. So big ups to all of my MC fam.
1: <laughs> well, I want to ask a quick question just about your background, Ashley, because we've been talking about you a lot in all of our, our show or our after shows leading up to this one. And I always when I think of you, I associate you with baking because I've that's that was the very first thing you ever did on MasterChef. And I always you've you've just nailed every dish that has any kind of baking component. So okay. um, do you consider yourself a baker or do you consider yourself a cook? Like what's what's your strength?
2: No, I actually have spent the last, <laughs> I've spent the last six years focus, focusing on savory. Um, but I would say that I started out baking like with my grandmother. So it became very much a therapy for me. Mm-hmm. Um, she had her own bakery and restaurant. So did my grandfather. They did it together. So I started with baking because you know grandma allowed me to be in the kitchen with her. But the last especially the last three years, heavy has been more focused on savory cooking. Um, and that, I mean, it's so funny that it, it comes off that way, but I won the first challenge and it was savory. So it's just, you know, hey, when is, I will bring it with the savory. You can do, no. you can do it all
1: savory and sweet.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm definitely more savory. I would say, but, you know, anyone looking for some sweets, <laughs> <laughs> I will take your business.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, th- before we dive into last night's episode, I want to jump back a uh, couple weeks for the uh, the wedding episode.
1: Mm, oh, yeah. Uh, oh.
0: Uh, where I know that Gordon was giving you a little criticism for feeling like you were checking out at that. Uh, what What is it like working in a situation like that? Because I feel like it's a competition, so you've got to bring your aid mm-hmm. to game. But you're also human, and there's just going to be those days where... You're not at 100%. You might be at, you know, 95, 80%. You know, whatever it might vary, but you still got to right. perform. What's it like uh when Gordon was coming for you? Did you feel like I I'm stuck in a hole and I can't quite climb out?
2: I mean, in that moment, that's what it it, it felt like I was stuck in a hole, not that I can't climb out of it because actually no, that's BS. I no, I did. It, in that moment it definitely was I'm stuck in a hole and I feel like I can't get out of it because I've never cooked for this many people before. Um, I think it's this many people and this limited amount of time more so. And it's just, you know, Gordon's in your face. He's my mentor. I don't want to disappoint him. And I feel like we had been banging it out for the whole appetizer round. Shanika and I were working together really well. And then here comes this damn sauce. <laughs> I don't make enough of it. And I think the funniest comment was my dad. He was like, you just knew that ass whooping was coming. (laughs) And I just, I think that's literally what happened. I'm stirring the sauce and I'm like, oh, it was after I strained. I was like, oh my god, I don't have
1: enough. And then he called me out on it. Uh he doesn't. Nothing gets past him. I mean, if you thought he was going to not call you out, girl, you're on the wrong show. (laughs)
0: That's right. So last night's episode, yeah. it all starts off where Joe says, "Hey, guess what, everybody, pick a teammate. It's going to be a team challenge for this." Yeah. Uh, what? What made you decide? Hey, I want to. I want to hook up with Taylor. I want to. Oh, no.
2: no, no, let's fix that. Right. So wow. Taylor picked moi. Ah, all right. <laughs> no, Taylor picked me. No shave. Taylor picked me, and um, I was cool with it.
1: Okay. <laughs> Our host who's not here tonight, Mr. Lem Gonzalez, has the big time hots for Taylor. So I know.
2: <laughs> I wanted to get on him about his little showman's crush because I'm just showman's. like, we need to talk a little Tay-Tay, okay? You need to call her up, call <laughs> up your boo, so we can have a little uh, conversation, a little just, let's regroup. A little come to Jesus, as we call it. A little come to Jesus moment.
0: <laughs> so the idea is that you, uh, as a team, are going to prepare this dish uh, with chicken as the protein with uh they've got polenta they got carrots
1: seemingly like all normal ingredients nothing crazy or or not seemingly all normal kind of readily accessible as chef ramsey said Mm -hmm. ingredients for the average american cook easy to find like i felt i'm like oh yeah i could make some shit with that (laughs) i don't know and
0: and ashley do you feel when you presented that like hey this is going to be an easy challenge or do you feel like uh oh no challenge is ever easy when you're put in this situation
2: no, I mean honestly they're humble ingredients. Everyone has access to them. I grocery shop for them regularly for clients. Like it's just, you know, regardless of that like we all have them in our fridge. Period. Um I Yeah.
0: Mm, 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 mm.
2: Um I thought I thought, well. <laughs> I thought we would do well. I thought we would do well. I thought we would do well and it didn't work out that way. I think we were just like on two different planets with our ideas, and... Uh, um, mm, mm, mm,
0: mm. well, um I guess that's it a challenge doesn't... when you're deciding to form a team with somebody. If yes. you guys are synced up, it's going to be awesome, but if you are on different planes, it's going to be difficult for you to su- successfully execute a dish.
2: It is, and I feel like with humble ingredients like that, you can also be overwhelmed with too many ideas, but at the same time, You know, I'm with a partner who wants to make fried chicken and rice, and I'm not trying to make fried chicken and rice. I was trying to elevate what we had in front of us, and, you know, that's what I'm saying. We got to get Lemon here so we can talk to her. We need to
1: talk (laughs) to her.
0: You know, but I have to admit, I was much like the guys that tried to make fried chicken and didn't realize.
1: I didn't know you had to grind up that cornmeal.
0: I would have probably done the same thing with that cornmeal.
1: In fact, I was yes. like, mm, crunchy cornmeal. <laughs> that was a big lesson learned
2: um, because when you're – and that's one of those things where it's like, oh, you would have been yelling at the TV. Normally I would have been yelling at the TV, right? But when you're in it, you're also not so much thinking about, oh, there's um, fine ground cornmeal. There's coarse ground cornmeal. There's medium ground cornmeal. Like you're not thinking about that. So you're just using what is put in front of you, sure. and that you know was a detriment to a lot of us last night. So t- Taylor wasn't thinking about it. I wasn't thinking about it. Ryan, Jerome, it's just you're in it and you're moving and it is not, I swear to God, it is nonstop in that <laughs> kitchen.
0: So uh, once they say go, they're not stopping down. The cameras aren't saying, uh, actually, Taylor, yeah, yeah we're going to need to reset cause we need to get it from this angle. It is 45 minutes. We're not. We're not stopping until you're done.
2: 45 minutes, go. I don't care if you slip and fall. <laughs> like, get it, get up and get it together. It's really, it's stop. There is no fixing the plate after time is called. I've seen that too. And I was like, I wish, like I wish,
0: I wish, I wish.
1: So Because I just
2: needed help, honey.
1: <laughs> I did. How much of that, that 45 minutes did you guys budget to actually plan what you were going to make?
2: Oh, I would say probably the first, I would say the first four, three to four minutes. But at the same time, we're like starting to get pots and pans heated and we're still collaborating and talking. I feel like after the first 10 to 12 minutes of collaborating, we both, our energies just dropped. Oh, excuse me. And we just were not, yeah, we weren't connected. We were not connected whatsoever. And our dish, you know, suffered from that.
0: Well, all right, let's go. You, I know you mentioned that earlier, that it was coming. Mm-hmm. And that is yeah. breaking down that chicken. Woo! When but, Gordon holds yeah. up that chicken, what's going through your head at that moment?
2: What happened? What was that? <laughs> Who did that?
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: I, I never seen. Oh, Lord, you saw it jump back. Um, I <laughs> I didn't know what was going on because (laughs) I did not recognize the chicken to be like mauled and mangled like that. It definitely like it died twice. Like that's (laughs) what it looked like. Um, it startled me. I, I, I was, I was startled startled. (laughs) and neither of us were saying anything like that was real. Like they didn't like dub that to like make it seem like it was longer. Like we both were very much silent. Um, and you know, honestly, that's where Taylor should have stepped up to me. Like, I didn't take the breast off properly, or I'm the one that carved the, the, the bird, chef. But she ain't say nothing. And you hear me say that I took the wing off, and I did. But she doesn't say anything, I think, until the souffle challenge. Oh, no, until we're in
1: front of Chef Ray. Wait, but yeah. before you start cooking it though, are you yeah. talking about Frank? Are you talking about when it was the way it was like broken apart as a raw chicken? Yes. Yeah. So, yes. so step us back to that, because like there's a there's an art and a science to that too, and I sure don't have it down. <laughs> but what what, yeah. what what was that you you were the one who actually like ripped, like broke down the raw chicken, right? I did not, oh. actually. No, I did cool. not. Taylor took, the Taylor
2: took um. off both of the breasts. And or did the best that she could. <laughs> I took the wing off for chicken stock, and you see what you see.
0: Okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, let me sit, Matzi.
0: <laughs> I feel at like that moment when Gordon comes out and starts criticizing you, and he's mm-hmm. holding up this chicken that's just yep. been mangled to heck. Ooh. Do you feel like this time you're are you in your head thinking we'll finish the dish, but by no means are we safe. We are not going upstairs. Or do you still feel at that moment we can pull out of this? We can still get upstairs?
2: No, I feel like you have to, or I, I'm not going to talk for anyone else but me. Like, I, even when it looks really, really bad, it's just the type of person and competitor that I am. I still feel like you have to try and find a saving grace until the clock literally says zero zero. You know what I mean? I feel like you have to keep going and trying to motivate your teammate and I feel like we did the best that we could in ter- I, you know silence is golden I guess in terms of motivation, but we stayed together until the dish was done. And then that's when you see us just split up. Cause it's like a one woman show after that, you know, it's like fight for survival, I think is what was happening afterwards. But I feel like you just have to, I wanted to keep going to sort of like salvage something, right? You know, I'm just asking, I'm like trying to, we really, even, even though we split up after the dish was done while we were cooking, we're still trying to together salvage any part that we could the carrot puree was a bust, and she did what she could to shave up some carrots so we at least had it on the dish. Same thing with the bacon, bust, and it's just a lot went wrong, but we tried to salvage as much as possible, and it still didn't work. But we did. We tried. We
1: tried. You're Ooh. talking about the whole situation in a way that's like very um, sort of – Friendly. If it were me, I feel like I would be kind of pissed. Like she kind of threw, as you're saying, like didn't really step up to the plate or take any ownership of the right. things that went wrong. Did that soil your relationship with her that we're maybe not seeing on camera? Or is there, is there some weirdness now between you two or?
2: Oh, of course. I mean, of course you're not going to throw me under the bus as my teammate. And then think, I will ever allow you to cross me again.
1: You know what I mean? Like, okay, <laughs> there it is. That was not That's in right. the episode. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that is never going to happen. Um, and I just feel like when I'm up there and I'm in front of the judges, I'm going to do my best to be professional and to keep it 100 with them so I don't you know, start acting all crazy or anything like that. And... Or just come off as combative. I think my whole thing so far has been like, don't, Ashley, don't come off as combative. And I don't know. This, I feel like this is the episode where it was just like, oh, really? Oh, okay. But, you know, you did this, you did this. And it just got to that point. Once you strike, Try and throw me under the bus. It's just going to happen. Where I'm going to defend myself. So, oh yeah, no, she'll never cross me again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> when you're bringing up a plate to be evaluated and get feedback from the judges, uh, which judges make you most anxious? And is there a judge that you're like, you know, I this uh, I'm never going to get anxious when this this judge is giving me feedback?
2: Oh, i I'm no. I feel like I am never. I don't think that. I think I'm most anxious when Gordon is eating my food and giving me feedback. I have his pen. I represent him. I want to do well. I want to impress him. Literally, I walk into the kitchen thinking that um, that, that is a part of my goal for you know every week, is to impress my mentor and show him what I can do. And I am most anxious when or I'm, it's like, I'm eager. I'm most eager when he is trying my food, for good or for bad. I want to hear what he has to say. Because Gordon, Chef Arone, and Joe really do not, like, they don't have to be there. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. they don't have to spend their time and their resources and their palates trying to improve home cooks, even if we are the top in the country. So that I mean I look forward to it. Even when I do mess up, like I look forward to it because it is a blessing. It's so unique. I get to say Gordon Ramsey, my mentor, tries my food. <laughs> so it's just like every week, good and bad, I will take it because
1: it's an amazing outlet. Special- yeah.
2: It's such an exclusive opportunity, and you know it comes. It comes with the territory, Ashley. It comes with the territory. You're just not <laughs> going to do well every week, and I've learned that too.
0: <laughs> well, let's. Uh, so you make the decisions. They send some people safe up to the uh, upper deck, hmm. and the rest of you have to do the uh, the pressure test, and that is to make a cheese souffle,
1: which is the most terrible. Like the word souffle alone strikes fear into my bones, my bones and my body. That is. <laughs>
0: So, Oof. Ashley, I have a question for you because we do hear Taylor say over that I've never made a cheese souffle before. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I would think, and I, if, if this is correct, that if I were g- know I was going to be on a, a cooking show, MasterChef, whatever, that would be, yeah. I would try to cook things that I know I've never done before or that I'm incredibly weak at just to shore myself up for when I'm actually on the show. Is that a reasonable thing, <laughs> way to look at it or that, you, it's, that, you, you, that's a great goal to have, but you may not have a chance to actually do that?
2: I feel like it's of course it's reasonable. I'm like a hundred, a thousand percent with you. Like it is, it is absolutely reasonable to think you should practice some of the more frightening um, foods. And I feel like you know, I don't know if it made it during uh, was it the wedding or banana cream? Oh, with the whipped cream fiasco! Like, oh yeah, the whipped cream fiasco. Oh. <laughs> um, you know, Gordon is just, he was really upset to hear that, to hear any contestant coming on to his show, like his empire, and you haven't made some (laughs) of like, iconic things, I mean, it's whipped cream, but souffle, cream puffs is, like, another classic one, I feel like you should, you know, have to, like, practice at least before coming on the show
1: what are some other and good ones that you should practice so that frank i feel like frank is secretly preparing to I audition am. and because he's always like what else should you know That's right. so what are some things you should know here we've got souffle cream puffs you know cream, cream
2: puffs where is basically the batter for the churros
1: mm, you just churros. fry
2: it you just fry it instead of actually bake it so people would have had a leg up there oh goodness um I feel like you should practice macaroons I feel like you
1: should practice see Ashley you are naming all baking things I'm just gonna say oh it. my gosh I'm just well, saying it
2: <laughs> those typically are the toughest and which is why they give you a souffle to like invoke fear in you you know because they want to see if you can do both if you have to do something savory. Oh, gosh, breaking down or fabricating a chicken would be one of them. Mm -hmm. Everyone should have practiced that. Um, What else would I say? Making a roux would be another one, just flour and butter. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. certain techniques, they want you to be able to talk about food in a really knowledgeable way. And I think, Ashley, that's why you like Emily. Because (laughs) I think that's why. Because she can talk about the food and the terms um, in a way that impresses you. So I, you know, you want to come with that, that umph, like, you know what you're talking about.
1: And yeah. She, she impressed me from day one. Cause she said she was going to make her own and I can't remember what it is. I always say it's like, she's going to stuff her own sausage or something. She did something crazy that I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> On day one, <laughs> like girl is not playing.
0: Oh, well then actually yeah. for you, when they say, all right, you're going to make a cheese souffle. How are you reacting? you feel like since you've had a baking background, were you kind of like, I've got this?
2: It wasn't even the baking background. It's the fact that i I lived a year in France. <laughs> so I feel like that was like, oh, like, <laughs> you don't know this is a gift, but it's a gift. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, I was like, girl. Hone in on those memories, living with your host mother and talking to her about food Mm. and talking to her about different techniques and just channel it. You know, when we can cook from a place of memory or love or just a soulfulness, you pretty much calm down. So I was really calm going into making the souffle. Now, when you're waiting for that damn souffle to rise, that's a whole (laughs) other that's a whole nother
0: story. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got to mention the pressure for that is because when Taylor is going under the 11 minute mark and she hasn't put anything in the oven yet and you've got the <laughs> judges all the way across the way yelling at her, that's got to be a stressful situation for anybody.
1: I, I thought she was going to get her comeuppance right then and there. I'm like, this is what you get <laughs> for not, stay, for not you know, owning up to what happened on your part of that. Because I, I felt like she was thrown in the best. But then I guess it all worked out. Yeah.
2: I feel, you know, I feel like it was just so interesting the way the first 30 minutes looked like I did everything wrong. But then I don't see how someone who does everything wrong just like, you know, is so calm about a souffle. So it's just we're going to have our moments where it seems uncanny that this person is messing up or this person is flustered. And it's just going to happen. It's the nature of us signing up. To be a part of this incredible journey, and you know, hey, <laughs> you her, she got that soufflé up there.
0: She did. She did. Well, now they did. She say, got it up there, and it was, yeah, it was fine. Yeah, they made it, it was enough to get her upstairs. And it was up there. It was up there. <laughs> we'll yeah, because uh, they <laughs> do. The judges do say, you know what, you can make three is a smart routine. Yeah, and then that way, if something falls or something doesn't quite rise, then you still got a backup. So I'm going to give you a moment to brag, Ashley. Did oh, you make three? Okay. And of the three, were all three exceptional? You could have taken any of those up?
2: <laughs> I did make three. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um,
2: oh, they probably can't see me dancing. Um, <laughs> I know. I, I did make three, and I was super proud of that because I told Chef, you know, I've made one before and I've eaten a whole bunch of them. But um, I was happy that all three of them rose, but there was one. I was like, oh, no, child, I cannot take that <laughs> up there. Because it had already deflated. And I was like, oh, that's not the winner. That's not going to, you know, help me get to the balcony at all. So out of the three, which is the trickiest part about soufflés, um, I had two pretty ones. Like, really pretty ones that I was proud of. I didn't mind. I would have served either one of them. Um... But the one I had, I was like, "Yes, yeah, let's just do this. <laughs> let's go up there.
0: I feel the, the the tensest part of that whole process is walking it up to the front and just making sure you don't set it down too hard oh my or God. anything to just to make that thing deflate.
2: Yeah. You don't want to fall. I probably, like, <laughs> you, those are, like, the most intense steps of your life. You're just, like, count these steps. Yes. Like, <laughs> Focus. Oh, yeah. Get it up there and get it to the table. We almost had a little conundrum with Jerron. I was like, no, oh, I know." Oh.
0: you know,
2: stay behind or something.
0: Don't <laughs> oh
2: my gosh. Or people move out of the way. Like, you know, like this is super intense. So you just you want to make sure that it is like the most pristine placement <laughs> when you are in front of the judges.
0: Well, Ashley, as we're getting closer to wrapping up, I just want to ask you, you I, the, the journey's not over for you yet, I'm chef. but just so far on the show, how have you grown as a, as a home cook from when you first started to where you're at currently in the competition?
2: Oh, my gosh. I um, am taking in all of these different personalities for sure, and I feel like I came in really just thinking about me, my, like myself as a student and which was like a very individual mindset. And, you know, you really have to almost lean on your teammates certain at certain points. So I feel like going through the competition team challenges so far have really like starting, they're starting to mold me. I would say the next one, the next episode is a team challenge. And you'll really, um, I think, see how I've grown from the wedding challenge, which is a positive moment. And, Oh, man, I'm trying to think of, like, mystery boxes. I think, ooh, oh, okay, let me tell y'all. <laughs> Having to think on your feet so quickly and conceptualize a dish is, I would say, the key one of the key components of how I'm growing in the show because that's just not something you necessarily have to do at home. And being forced to think on your feet like that is so, like, awkward in the, (laughs) so awkward in the beginning. And you really have to like have those growing pains to conceptualize a dish so quickly. Um, so that I would say those are a couple of things, just like learning to, to mesh with your team, uh, conceptualizing a dish and you'll see in the, from the wedding challenge, how I grow. Um, so I'm excited
0: about that. That's good one. I would imagine, actually, that after going through that experience, you want to take it home with you. So do you just go to the local supermarket and just yeah. give yourself five minutes to grab your ingredients <laughs> and you've got to leave and then give yourself yeah, no. 45 minutes at home to make it to gotta cook it? And that's it. <laughs>
2: Honestly, it's so funny. I will have um, like my parents like put together like a quick little mystery, uh, little mystery box of something, and then try and make something for them. So it's like it's been fun that way because they get to laugh at me um, being <laughs> real crazy uh, back home. But yeah, it is like I'm. I- I want you know I want that just like need for speed again so y'all should try it maybe (laughs) that's the next thing because Lim was supposed to cook I remember this oh yeah oh yeah
1: trust me we remember too (laughs) our bellies are
2: waiting so (laughs) I think y'all should give him like a mystery ingredient or something I, I like it. In fact, we should give him All a right. tough one. That's
0: right. Uh actually one of the last question I want to ask you. Have you ever tried uh orange dusted potatoes? Oh jeez. <laughs> and would you? If somebody made it for you, would you eat it?
2: Clearly, I have not tried this. <laughs> and I'm just gonna say you are so brave, Ashley, for making them. <laughs> Thank you. And for Lim having to try them. Uh, and, you know, big ups to Junie because
1: y'all said y'all liked them. Or, you know, They with weren't some shrimp, that bad.
0: You know. <laughs> they, that, what a great compliment.
1: They weren't, they that, weren't bad. that bad. They weren't that bad. I have one question too for you, Ashley. Are you still grocery shopping for people? I am. I okay. am. Um,
2: and I love it. And, oh my gosh, I love what I do. Oh, okay. So I saw that y'all name drop a company and I just would like to go on record that I do not work for that company. <laughs> so.
1: Oh, we, oh, oh, it. we didn't. For, oh. oh, which company did we name drop? Maybe, uh, not what really? is them, like grocery delivery services. Uh, no. Oh yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. No, not that no. company. <laughs> okay. Okay. So you're like a personal grocery shopper for like personal clients. One-on-one for
2: client. I would say client, I did have to interview for the job. So it is a company um that we get paired, you know, we get paired with our clients, but it's so involved and I do I love my job. It is it's I know have to know all the trends of the grocery market, you know, the grocery store and get close with the butcher and Oh my gosh, the fish market side and everything. So the seafood side. So it's, I love it. I love it. I That's
1: love it. It's such a cool gig. I love to be in the grocery store and look at other people's carts. So I would just like to like, and I'm kind of creepy about it too. I don't mean to be, but I'm well, always like, <laughs> I just want to know what other people are eating. Cause it's got to be a little bit inspirational to like have other people give you this list. And you're like, Oh, I wonder what they're making. What are they doing with those ingredients? Like in my head, I'm putting together a meal. So I just think it would be so cool to see other like do other people's. That's where
0: like shopping. when I go to the grocery store, I like creepy encounters. So that's, that's yeah, gets yes, me excited. Brought to we'll you there, by Ashley. yours
1: truly. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: Ashley, as we're wrapping up with you, if people want to keep up to date in what you're doing, whether it be on MasterChef or what you're doing for a professionally at home back in the three oh five, yeah. where can they find you?
2: Okay. So on IG, on Twitter, and on Facebook, I am under N-V-E-N-V-I-E by Mincy. Um, And I'm sure it'll be up on the screen somewhere, but E-N-V-I-E-B-Y-M-I-N-C-E-Y, N-V by Mincy. Mm -hmm. And um, it's also a blog. So like keep up with that. And again, IG, Twitter, Facebook, and it's a blog. So it's a website just hook up with me like let's do it let's link up let's talk about food let's talk about the show um it's all positive it's all love and i just thank y'all so much for having me oh, on pleasure Dude. is all ours ashley thanks for chatting yes, with us and
0: go uh, recommend to your clients those orange dusted potatoes
1: yeah
0: <laughs> that's the oh, no. latest trend they're really?
1: just not that
0: bad <laughs> ladies and <laughs> gentlemen let's give it up for ashley Mincy. Woo! yay, yay!
1: We'll be watching bye. you. Have a great night.
0: Three oh five. Bye. bye, 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 Ashley.
1: Oh, she's so cute.
0: Look at that.
1: It's got to be the name, you know. That's Ashleys, right. we're all cute.
0: Yeah, certainly. That's just part of the uh, part and parcel. If you're gonna name somebody Ashley, you you've you know given them a, a future of just uh, awesomeness. Awesomeness. That's right. All around. There you I go. Agree.
1: Couldn't agree more. Uh, well,
0: as we get ready to wrap up, we probably should just do a couple a little rapid fire predictions. What we think. Yes. Your
1: after buzz TV predictions. Will you start?
0: You know what? I uh, I was excited about Caesar uh, coming in at the beginning of the season. Yeah. But man, he really stumbled hard, this one. And yeah. he gave himself that pep talk at the end of the episode. It's like, I got to make sure I'm bringing my A game. That's what like, I tell my students. Uh, I'd like to see him do better, and I but I worry that he's more on a downward slope.
1: Okay. So I didn't want to give this prediction because I've been really holding out for him to to impress us with his soul food. But I do not have um, high hopes for Jerron. I think that Jaron has maybe, I think he maybe has the best of intentions, but I think that time and time again, he has shown he doesn't quite know how to execute technically in the kitchen. Um, so he's on my, he's, he's on my uh, list.
0: Uh, well, and I got to feel uh, for, to give one for Lem, I think he should start getting scared about Taylor.
1: Oh yeah. And if he were here, I would be giving him crap for just that.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's uh I mean, she had a little blip of success during the wedding. But she did. after the, you know, this last episode. And,
1: then, and there's, well, it's also just beyond just the technical stuff. there's some sort of emotional strings that are starting to pull um, that we've seen now a couple of times. It's just the not taking ownership of some of her own stuff and getting really flustered and frazzled. She went into that souffle thing and I thought it was done for for her. Yeah. Um,
0: I can imagine when this is her third time trying to make it onto the show and you finally made it. I'm sure she's putting a, an, an extraordinary amount of pressure on herself. Exactly. And when things start crumbling, she just doesn't know how to quite handle it.
1: Yeah, she might. She might. It sounds like uh, Miss Ashley could be uh sticking around for a little bit longer. Look However, uh, she, you know, she, she, right. she kind of let some things slip in her some of the way she was talking. She's like counting back. Wait a second, so we're at week 15. I'm like, how many weeks do you have to count back, girl?
0: Look at that. <laughs> Ashley's realizing uh those production ticks, digging deep. That's digging right, deep. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the time flies when you're talking to a cool Ashley and not it just sure one, does. we had double the Ashleys this week, so double the awesomeness.
1: Oh, you're good at this, Frank. Oh,
0: please, tell your friends. <laughs> uh, but ladies and gentlemen, thanks for watching the MasterChef After Show. As always, like us on Facebook, give us us five stars on iTunes, subscribe to the YouTube channel. When you do that, it'll give you all these great notifications for other great After Buzz content, because we make After Shows for every show under the sun.
1: Every show you can possibly do. We're catering to you. We're
0: the ESPN of TV talk, and that's why we do it for you fans, so uh, give, us a, give us a little help and give us a uh, subscribe and a thumbs Up on one of those. Don't worry about the notifications; they're optional. I'll take care of that. But, folks, if you want to stay in touch with any of us, even after the show's over, Ashley, where can I find
1: you? I was going to do a touchdown reference, and then I realized it wouldn't make sense. ESPN touchdown. This is touchdown, right? Um, (laughs) Guys, if you want to talk to me about anything but sports, because I definitely don't know what I'm talking about, but particularly food and what you're watching on Netflix, find me online at Ashley on Camera, and let's talk there.
0: Uh, As always, you know the, the man who you know we couldn't do the show without, and yet we did. We did. Good night. Uh, Lem Gonzalez, not here with us on assignment, but follow him all day, every day at The Poet Saint. There you go. So do that for all those those great updates there. But follow me on Twitter and Instagram at HappyGoJackie for any sort of, uh, you know, a social media not you know, nonsense that I'll come up with. <laughs> Who knows? Ladies and gentlemen, it's been another awesome episode of the MasterCheft After Show. Uh, you know, it's going to be up to Ashley and Lem for the next couple weeks to carry the torch without me. I'm so sorry. But I'll be back in three weeks to join the rest of the panel here, right here on the MasterChef After Show right here on AfterBuzz TV. See you next time. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network.